you know, I wasn't a fast and furious driver. I didn't come from that field. A lot of ex race car drivers do that. I don't ride motorcycles. I don't ride horses. I'm actually afraid of heights, so I never did the high falls. But because of my fighting background and being able to take a hit, because I was so small and I was a running back when I was in football. So when I got the stunts, I knew that I could fight and I could take a hit. So when you see the people fly in the air, that's probably me on the wires flying, going into walls or landing on the ground or getting hit by a car, or going through a window or downstairs. As a young child, Edwina Adams was quiet by nature. She would whisper when speaking. In boot camp, she was thrashed for not yelling loud enough. But when she discovered her ex-husband was a con man, she started to make noise, proving you don't have to be loud to make some noise. Now Edwina's on a mission to motivate. So kick back and tune in for candid conversations with those who have harnessed the power of their voices. Let's make some noise. Welcome to Let's Make Some Noise, where no matter what you sound like, you can make some noise. Today I have joining me is Anthony Martins. He's a retired Hollywood stuntman and a Golden Gloves boxer turned ketchup connoisseur. He is a spokesperson for True Made Foods and their no sugar ketchup and other condiments. And we're, we're, we'll talk about that in a little bit for sure, because I actually recently tried it. It's amazing. But uh, Anthony, can I... I want to get a little personal and kind of learn about you. Is it okay if I if I get a little personal with you and learn about you? Sure, Anthony? absolutely. Yeah. All Thank right. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So you know, I, I like to talk about um, who we are as individuals and how we're making noise and showing up and doing unique things. But what were you like as a child? <laughs> Definitely making noise. Uh, okay. The kid that wasn't really good at many things, but never gave up. So was always making mo noise with my hustle and my work ethic and practicing to get better. I played gotcha. every sport you could think of as a kid growing up. And I was eating ketchup, of course. Um, <laughs> but I wasn't really that good. Uh, and uh, throughout high school, I pretty much sat the bench in every sport that I tried, um, but kept practicing to get better. Um, and, you know, I'm not very tall or very big either, so it was tough, and my favorite sport was football. So when you're not that fast or not that big, it's pretty tough. Uh, and uh, basically, after high school, I wanted to play football in college, and everyone told me I was too small and not good enough because I sat the bench in high school. But I didn't listen to them, and I went off, and I walked on and played Division II college football. Nice. If you've seen the movie Rudy, that was my story. I was a practice dummy for three years. And that before I even played, and I started my senior year in college, didn't even play in high school. And then they hired me as a coach for my last year because it took five years to graduate. And how funny <laughs> that I was getting beat up for three years as a practice dummy and didn't even know I was going to be a stuntman. Had no idea. It was that like is... paving the way and getting my body ready um, for after college. Um, and then when I told them I was going to go to Hollywood, they said, you can't do that. Just like they told me I couldn't play college football. And while I was playing college football, I said, I'm going to start boxing. Oh, you can't do that. Next thing you know, I ended up in the Golden Gloves and did pretty well. And wow. It took a while for stunts, but while I was doing it, you know, 
it was hard at first. And they said, see, we told you. And then finally, seven years later, I made a 15 year career out of it after being broke for seven years. So basically as a kid and as I went through my life, it's all about not giving up. Don't listen to anyone. Just keep going. Um, and it's funny while I was broke trying to get into stunts, I was doing YouTube videos of ketchup 20 some odd years ago. And everyone told me you're really? stupid. That'll never work. No one will put funny stuff on the internet. So here I am after stunts and back again and doing well with this, being the real ketchup guy and uh, help supporting True Made Foods. That is incredible. Thanks. It's just basically as a kid, don't give up. And I've kept that now till 47 years old. So that is an incredible story. Uh, and I love that you never gave up. I'm curious. You keep saying they kept saying I couldn't do this. Are these like friends that you were in high school with, family? Who, who was telling you you're, you're not going to do this? You know, people I was around at that time would be like, you know, you're too small, you're not fast enough, or you can't do that. And, you know, in today's world, it's still like that. But It is, yeah. If you can help just inspire people or make them laugh or just show them, like, anything you want to do, you can do it if you really want to do it. Um, I, I really wasn't can. supposed to be able to play football in college. I wasn't supposed to be able to box. I wasn't supposed to be able to be a Hollywood stuntman. I wasn't supposed to. What? You're 45 years old. You're going to be the real catch-up guy? That's not going to work. Well, hello. <laughs> it's not even a year in, and we're doing quite well. That's awesome. So, so whenever, you know, your Golden Gloves, my grandfather was Golden Gloves uh, nice. before he went into the Navy. He actually did an exhibition match at Folsom Prison. <laughs> Got a photo from that. It's really cool. Um, but how, how did you get into that? So, you know, I, I told you uh, I wasn't very good in high school, didn't play. I was on the team, but didn't play. And then when I made the jump to say I want to play in college, um, I started training with a lot of the high school kids before I left for that summer camp in college to get better. And then while I got there, I realized I was OK, but I wasn't that good. And I was a practice dummy over and over three years straight. And then I only had one more year of eligibility to play. And I said, what can I do? I've tried everything from weights to the parachute to strength shoes. I've tried everything. So I saw two of the kids on the team fight. And I went to their fights and I fell in love. I go, that's my training. And then I started from, you know, just learning the walk. And next thing you know, six months, which is way too early, they threw me in the golden gloves. Because <laughs> hmm. wow. I practice every day. I loved it. Yeah, it's tenacious. I don't like fighting, but I, I like the chess. Yeah, it's definitely a strategic sport. You know, some people think it's just like, eh, they're not really uh, smart about it, but it is a very smart sport. I love watching yeah. boxing. <laughs> three minutes is a long time if you're angry and three minutes is a long time if you're not thinking about what you're doing and setting up your next move or studying your opponent, trying to figure out what they're going to do so you can counter. Hmm. I, I can only imagine. Um, <laughs> so, so your boxing led into being a stuntman. And how did that happen? Yeah, so I think when I got to L.A., like I said, it was very tough. For about seven years, I was really poor. I mean, really poor, many odd jobs, and just trying to figure out how to break in. And it's funny, I lived off a piece of bread and ketchup for seven years. That was my wow. meal. Because the bread was plain, but I love ketchup, so that was my sauce. Um, yeah. Well, when I finally met a stuntman and met stunt people, I said, wait, you, you played Division two college football? I was like, well, kind of, just my last year. I was a practice dummy. Oh, you can take hits? You should be a stunt guy. Wait, you box too? You should do the the, the, the stunt fights. And I was clueless. I didn't know anything. So I said, teach me. Tell me what to do, and I'll do it. And 
you know, for seven years, I practiced and practiced and practiced and met more people. And they found, oh, that's Anthony, the little boxer, the little Rudy. Yeah, give him a shot, you know, and then I started learning the stunt game. What What was your favorite? Uh, what was your favorite thing to work on as a stuntman? Um, just to work, because it's so hard and so difficult. That's why there's a strike right now with our union. It's very difficult. I mean, some people are lucky for one day of work a year, and once uh, after that seven year period, I was working very consistently for fifteen years and got to travel the world and just work on so many cool, amazing projects. Um, and there were some great ones, don't get me wrong. And there were some ones that weren't that fun. But I always just appreciate just to work because I was so poor for so long. And there's so many talented artists, actors, musicians, stunts that don't work at all. Yeah, I bet. And they're way more talented than me. Well, so when you're doing the stunts, though, was your favorite thing to do things that were kind of fighting boxing related or more like... I don't know what all the categories are for stuntmen, but I'm sure <laughs> there's correct. other categories. You're, 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 well, you know, I wasn't a fast and furious driver. I didn't come from that field. A lot of ex-race car drivers do that. I don't ride motorcycles. I don't ride horses. I'm actually afraid of heights, so I never did the high falls. But because of my fighting background and being able to take a hit, because I was so small and I was a running back when I was in football, I was having, you know, six foot four, 250 pound men faster than me crushing me and tackling me and I'm barely 5'7", barely 150. So wow. when I got the stunts, I knew that I could fight and I could take a hit. So when you see the people fly in the air, that's probably me on the wires flying, going into walls or landing on the ground yeah. or getting hit by a car, or going through a window or downstairs. <laughs> yeah, it's or getting shot and you just fall down or tackled or whatever. So right. it's a crazy business, but if you can fit in and find your niche, and my niche was, they call it ground pound or just wrecks or the fights. And unfortunately, and fortunately, I was always the brown bad guy, whether it was terrorist or gang member. Oh, gosh. And there's a lot of that in the world today. So, yeah, you always had a role. Yeah. And there's not a lot of ethnic stunt people. Mm -hmm. So without okay. a very big ethnic stunt pool, if you could provide a service or provide your talent, you could work. But you also yeah. had to have etiquette, too. There were a lot of talented people that didn't have etiquette. You stay with the stunt team. You don't go to the actors or director. You stay with the stunt team. When you're called upon, go do what you need to do. Go back to the team. Help out. That's it. Know, know your place, huh? <laughs> Correct. Correct. And for me as an athlete, it helped because it was, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, sir. You want me to do this? Cool. When I'm done, come back here. I, it, was, mm -hmm. it was easy for me, but it was very difficult for some other people. But Hollywood can do that to people. Yeah, it's a, it's a vicious, vicious game, I'm sure. So you, you had to have gotten some decent injuries over your career. Yeah. Um, so when I retired at the end of 221 at 45, I had four her herniated bulge discs in my right lower back. Um, I have, let's see, broken finger. That's after surgery. I had 13 staples in my head. Um, yeah, yeah, it's pretty, oh, and a torn labral on my right hip. Dang. Because we're really going to concrete. We're really getting hit by cars. We're really going through windows. It's not all CGI. And there's no mats. You oh, hide whatever wow. pads you can hide behind your 
you know, what, whatever thug outfit you're in for the day. And then you hope those pads work because mm-hmm. you're going to the pavement. It's not just one. Sometimes there are 13 time takes. That's a lot. That's impressive yeah. that uh, that you did it for that long, you know? Yeah. Um, so during this same time, you're 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 also doing these YouTube videos with about catch up. <laughs> um, How did that happen? So the seven years trying to break in, just being really poor and many odd jobs or whatever. Um, I was an extra where a lot of people start, you know, the people in the background and someone saw me eating ketchup while, you know, offset. And they're like, they thought, are you kidding me? Are you being funny? No, that's how I eat it. You should do a commercial. You should do this. And I was trying to think of ways to get known or whatever. And I, one of my buddies said, do a YouTube video. And I did it. And then I asked my dad, my dad used to be in sales and he had marketing friends. So through high level marketing people to friends or people around, they were like, that's silly. That's stupid. That'll never work. No one does that on the internet. But this is, you know, 20 years ago. So I was just ahead of the time. But it's kind of funny Then I finally break in and do stunts and come back. And that's what everyone does now. So, yeah, I love that you're talking about marketing because, you know, following your TikTok, I really respect the marketing that you do because, you know, can you see my shirt? It happens to say everything is marketing. And I've got a friend. It's a a saying, my friend. Thank you. Uh, a friend in business, he he does business coaching and stuff, but that's his thing. It's like everything is marketing. Yep. And and I see what you're doing and everything you're doing is marketing. And, and I so love much. it. So it, I get now why you're so good at it because you started a long time ago and it's some things have come naturally. You've probably learned some things along the way. My degree was in business and marketing. Oh, okay. Well, then there you go. And, and what's interesting, when I got the stunts and when I was so broke, when everyone gets to L.A., they think you have to be a pretty boy. And when I finally learned how the game worked, I made pictures as a gang member, as a terrorist. And that's how I started working. Not the pretty boy oh. leading man pics. Or stuff. I, and that's all marketing. Yeah, that is super and smart. It is those marketing. pictures everywhere. Isn't that crazy? Because you're absolutely right. Marketing is everything. And then, of course, you have to show up and do the job. But to get right. in the door, you need marketing. You do. Yeah. You, you can't make a sale without marketing. <laughs> so, and you were, you were selling yourself with that marketing. Um, so it sounds like you've been good about using your voice, you know, because you were, it's not that you were quiet when you were younger. You had people tell you it couldn't be done, but you said, screw you, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> and you just yeah. kept pushing, right? All along the way, people were just telling you it can't be done, can't be done, but you you showed them otherwise. And and then with your marketing, you you were smart enough and had the knowledge to use your voice. And that even came in the form of taking pictures of yourself as a gang member and as a terrorist to sell yourself at for those roles. Yeah. So and a boxer. <laughs> there you go, and a boxer. But have you ever had a time where you struggled to use your voice? Yeah. Um, I went through a kind of a, I don't know. Yeah. I know you went through a situation um, and I kind of went through kind of the same thing. So I felt like with that, I wasn't able to use my voice. And even after this situation, I felt like I wasn't able to, um, but it's fine because I think if I did, it would it wouldn't be good. It's a waste of breath. Yeah. Some stories um, 
I just made a post about this the other day. Some stories take a while to tell and that's okay. Yeah. You know, it took me 16 years to start talking about uh, my past and. Wow. Well, that's inspiring. Yeah. That, that first video I made on TikTok and um, that was talking about that. That's kind of what stemmed this whole, let's make some noise thing is because. I love it. It was time. It was time to make noise, but for 16 years, it was okay that I didn't because there was a lot to process, and there still is. You know, it's still a journey, but when the time is right, you'll know it, <laughs> and uh, and that's okay. So take your time, for sure. Well, it's been five years, but I, I got con too, and it's not fun to you know to happen to anyone. So, like I said when we talked on TikTok, God bless you. I'm sorry that happened, but I'm sure you're stronger. And you've been through it longer than I have. I'm only in my fifth year and I feel like I have been getting stronger. And uh, I, I love what I'm doing now and it's happy. It makes me happy. And if I make other people happy while doing it and laugh, win-win. Exactly. And that's the thing about life, good or bad, you know, the things that happen to you, you're, you'll be okay as long as you can learn from them and, uh, and move on. It's tough though. You and I, I can tell are too nice. And, and, and calm people look out for people like us. <laughs> they do. They do. But once you know what's happened, once you realize it, you see the clues. And if you're like me, I listen to my gut now. Like I used to kind of think that was not as wise, you know, that like up here was more important. But honestly, what you feel in your gut, that that's where it's at. What do they say? Your gut will never lie? Yeah. Your mind is very deceiving. So I, I've learned a lot in it's actually helped me in, in a lot of future things, for sure. Well, I appreciate what you're doing. And I appreciate this podcast. I appreciate your page. And I just Thank appreciate you, you as a person because um, it'll help a lot of people. And if I can make one person smile in a day, I, I've had a good day. Well, of course, just getting out of bed is great. But just yeah. helping someone out or making someone smile, that's pretty cool. Well, thank you. Well, you are doing a good job. And, and you caught my attention with your marketing because I was walking through the store and I actually saw this true made ketchup, what I love because you're always talking about it. It's, there's no sugar and it's like yeah. vegetable base. Fruits and veggies and it's and veteran owned. We, we gotta prom like help pr promote and help right, our veterans. Right. So I, I appreciate that as well. We wouldn't be able to use our voice without them or do anything. They fight for us. So it's pretty cool they're doing that and doing it healthy. It is true. I'm sure they are very happy to have you on their team. Um, so over this past year, what would you say um, is the most challenging thing that life is teaching you right now? The most challenging thing for me, you're going to laugh. I was against social media. Never had. I didn't have any pages before. Really? The real catch up guy. Like I had that YouTube, but it like I don't even think it was mine. I mean, I, I was a slow learner. I didn't have email, so I don't know how long. I was borrowing my friends for odd jobs. Um, I just hmm. wasn't in touch with that world. Um, and then finally, slowly but surely, when I started working in stunts, I had to get email. I couldn't have a pager anymore. I had to get a cell phone. Um, pagers. <laughs> but the, I think yeah. the most difficult was learning what pages to be on. What's a story? What's a post? What's a reel? What's a hashtag? What's a tag? All that kind of stuff that was really challenging and now they keep adding new ones now threads is up i'm like what so that was the most challenging for me because i wasn't on it and never really did it i was just happy to work as a stunt person i didn't think i needed to promote it or anything not against people that do but that was just me 
They used to call me no IG yeah. aunt. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Social media is, it's a lot. I mean, it's always evolving. There's so much to keep up with and learn, but, but it is powerful. I mean, yeah. Uh, look what's, and, and you don't even have to, I think what makes it the most powerful is being authentic. And I love that because I love that. Well, that's what I love about this generation that's coming up, you know, is that they see through all the the fake phony advertising and they're just trying to find the authentic people out there, whether it's mm. in business or just other things. And so that's great for people like yeah. me who are ready to just be like, you know what? Yeah. Let me just tell you my authentic story because I'm ready to talk and and you don't, I, I know for me, it just felt like there's going to be somebody out there that's going to be okay with me talking about this. And whereas I think I was. 10, 20, yeah, 10, 20 years ago, I think people would have been like, oh, that's, you're kind of oversharing. <laughs> like, don't do that. And, and that's also how I would have felt. But it's nice that uh, those barriers are being torn down to where you can just be authentic and like, you know what, like life is messy and yeah. things happen, but here's what I learned from it. And here's why I want to tell you so it can help you, hopefully. That's awesome. You caught my attention and it inspired me and I'm glad you're doing it. Um, you know, when I was going through all of it and stuff and, I, you know, seeing therapists or whatever, all the doctors say, you're going to help someone someday. And, and at that time I didn't, I was like, you know, I was too hurt. And then I started seeing yeah. it and you're already doing it. You did it for me. And I know probably I did it for someone else. I think someone messaged me today like, thank you. I look for no sugar ketchup, your company or their products all the time now because I've eaten so much sugar. And that meant the world to me. Yeah. And I love money, but that was better. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you know, that kind of leads me into my last question for you, Anthony, is um, what legacy do you aspire to leave with your voice? Obviously, like what we started with, never give up. Don't let anyone tell you you can't do it. Um, like you and I talked about, go with your gut. doesn't matter what you do. If, you, if you're passionate about it, if you really want to do it, you'll do it and you'll make it happen. It'll be messy. It might be like this. But if you really, really, not kind of. A lot of people say, I wanted that and it didn't work. No excuses. Whatever you want, if you're passionate about it and you're genuine, authentic, if you really want to get there, you'll get there. So don't give up. And just be kind. A lot of people are so mean these days. It's cool. You can be left. You can be right. You can be middle, gay, straight, bi. What I, I don't care. But just be a good person right. and be nice. And 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 it, I might not agree with some of your opinions. You won't agree with mine, but we're still going to be homies. You know what I mean? Like exactly. Why can't, I don't know. Just be nice. Make people laugh. Help people out. Have a good time. Don't take life too serious. I mean, there are times you have to. Mm -hmm. Just smile. Yeah, I love it. I agree with all that. And stay true. <laughs> stay true, right? Um, so, Anthony, where can people find you online if they want to connect with you? Well, obviously, I have my website, therealketchupguy.com. But I'm on, let's see, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Threads, YouTube, LinkedIn. <laughs> the Real Ketchup. I, you know, I had to get that brand everywhere. The guy that doesn't like social media. He's on all that, the platforms. Well, that was Anthony Martins. <laughs> this is... Oh, the real catch-up guy. <laughs> yeah, this is the real catch-up guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. It was a pleasure talking with you, and I consider you a friend. Uh, we became fast friends, well. and 
It's awesome. So yeah, thank hopefully I'll so meet much. you in person thank one day. I, that yeah. would be great. Where are you located? I'm in Texas, Central Texas. Okay, great. College Station, you know, to I'm be in exact. Van Nuys, California. Yeah, awesome. Can I plug truemadefoods.com if you want to find their products? Yeah, definitely. Truemadefoods.com. And they are on Amazon, too. It really is good. And all you have to do is punch in your zip code and you'll find the nearest store like Edwina did or sure online. Did. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. For everyone else, you can find me at edwinaadams.com. You can book me as a speaker or you can find all my social media um, channels on there as well. Thank you so much.